The COVID pandemic has left many employers with more leaving employees than they'd like, from mass layoffs in early 2020 to the great resignation of 2021. And HR pros know that workers leaving an organization means more than just saying goodbye. Severance packages, for example, need to be handled with care. Consider how poorly Better.com handled recent layoffs. In December, Better's CEO fired over 900 employees in a Zoom meeting without any notice, and it was effective immediately. The online mortgage lender originally offered only 30-day severance, which was soon doubled when layoff workers threatened a lawsuit under the federal WARN Act, an issue we'll cover more in a moment. That approach was bad enough, but to make matters worse, Better.com included a trophy, a certificate, and a company t-shirt as if it was a consolation prize. In today's episode, I'm gonna cover how small businesses should handle severance, including when and how it should be offered. By the end, you'll have a better understanding of whether your organization should offer severance packages and how to do it right. Today we'll discuss what is a severance package, when should a severance package be offered, and how to handle a severance package. Before we continue, I do want to note that this video is for informational purposes only. I strongly recommend that organizations considering a severance policy or package consult federal and state laws as well as a labor and employment attorney. Now, let's get into it. What is a severance package? A severance package, sometimes referred to as just severance, is usually a lump sum payment plus any benefits an employee receives when they leave an organization. Severance can include one to two weeks worth of wages for each year of service, COBRA coverage, and outplacement employee services, such as career counseling, resume writing help, or letters of recommendation. Usually, a worker's final paycheck is not considered part of a severance package. To be clear, a company t-shirt is also not common or advisable. In some cases, employers pay severance to workers who are laid off in order to help them search for their next opportunity. In other cases, however, employers offer severance pay to honor an employment agreement. This begs the question, is severance pay legally required? The Fair Labor and Standards Act does not require employers to offer severance pay when an employee leaves their organization. However, if a severance package was included in an employment or collective bargaining agreement, that contract is legally enforceable. There are also a few other circumstances where severance pay may be legally binding. For example, some states require severance pay for factory workers who are laid off when a plant closes or in cases when an employer lays off a significant percentage of its workforce. Again, you should consult your state laws and a labor attorney. Federally, in specific situations, a severance package may be offered in lieu of the 60-day notice of a factory closing or mass layoffs required by the Workers' Adjustment and Retraining Notification Act, also known as WARN. A WARN notice is required whenever an organization with 100 or more full-time employees lays off at least 50 workers at a single site. I'll link to official WARN information in the description. Still, even without a legal requirement, Many employers choose to offer severance to employees who are involuntarily terminated. The Society for Human Resource Management, 
or SHRM, notes that employers typically want to soften the blow of an involuntary termination and to avoid future lawsuits by having the employee sign a release in exchange for the severance. For more information, check out a recent episode of HR FAQ, where I cover the legal requirements of severance pay in more detail. I'll link to it in the description. There's one more issue I'd like to address before we move on. Namely, employers may also be required to offer severance if it has been stated in official company materials, such as a culture guide. As a side note, a culture guide is a company document that goes beyond the what's and how's of the typical employee handbook and digs into the whys as well. I'll be covering how to create one in next week's episode. For transparency's sake, many larger employers have a written severance policy, but small to mid-sized businesses usually handle severance on a case-to-case basis. In fact, I would go so far as to recommend that smaller employers not have a written policy in order to have the flexibility to deal with severance as needed for such particular situations. So when should small to mid-sized businesses consider offering severance? When should a severance package be offered? Since severance is not required by federal law in most circumstances, employers may use their discretion about when to offer it and what to include in a separation agreement. To be clear, even if you don't have a written severance policy, you should have the terms of a particular separation agreement documented in writing. Again, I recommend you consult a labor attorney. Speaking of which, you should consider a severance package anytime you have concerns about potential litigation following an involuntary termination. Severance can not only soften the blow, but a separation agreement can also protect you from further legal action. Another situation in which to consider severance is whenever a manager with many years of service leaves an organization. A severance package acknowledges their loyalty to the company and can help them during the search for their next management position, which usually takes longer to find. Again, not having a written policy gives you flexibility in a situation that is already difficult to navigate. While employers have discretion to offer severance whenever they wish, I would not offer it when an employee needs to be terminated for poor performance or for egregious misconduct. Still, In each of those situations, their behavior should be thoroughly documented to protect the organization. This brings me to my last point I want to cover today. How to handle a severance package. HR and management should work together when it comes to separation and severance. Even before a particular situation arises, HR should think through the worst case scenarios and prepare for how to avoid them altogether, if possible. This is good HR advice whenever you're dealing with termination, compliance, harassment, or any other high stakes workplace issue. I always say, after all, that HR pros should be proactive. First, train managers on how to handle involuntary terminations. This should be included in regularly scheduled, dedicated days of manager training, but it should also be addressed in a manager manual that can be used as a reference. At Bernie Portal, our manager manual includes the appropriate language to use in discussions leading up to terminations, as well as a wrap-up letter template that HR and managers can use to notify the employee and document all the details. This is usually where we include a separation agreement. You might be interested in an earlier episode of HR Party of One where I cover how to make a manager handbook. I'll link to it in the description. 
As you may have guessed, I would not recommend following Better.com's example. Even if an executive wants to initiate the conversation about firing or layoffs in order to take ownership for the difficult decision, managers should have those discussions with direct reports. After, of course, coordinating with HR. Delegating the announcement to someone more familiar with each employee and their situation will make the news more bearable. If an organization has implemented weekly one-on-one -on -one meetings between managers and their direct reports, the report encourages trust and candor, which is more important for the worst of times. If you're interested in learning how to implement and structure one-on-one -on -one meetings, I'll link to an earlier episode of HR Party of One, which covers the topic in more depth. Even though managers should initiate the termination conversation, they should hand off any discussion of severance to HR. Managers usually want the employee gone as soon as possible, but HR usually wants to make sure the details are carefully arranged. When managers and HR work together this way to handle termination and severance, the tension between doing it urgently and doing it right is better balanced. Again, I want to mention that if you choose to offer severance, you should set the terms, including stipulations about the employee's right to sue. The details of a severance package should be documented in a separation agreement drafted in consultation with a labor attorney. Even in difficult and delicate situations, HR's most effective tool is clear and precise communication. When it comes to severance though, you shouldn't say it with a t-shirt. As always, remember, your role is as strategic as you make it.